Hello, welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is Series 2, Episode 292 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we continue and conclude our study of the October 12th to October the 18th materials, covering 3rd Nephi 20-26, to 26, Ye Are the Children of the Covenant. Today we're going to conclude, uh, well, cover the section which is in 3rd Nephi 25, uh, verses 5-6, to 6, um, covering my heart should turn to my ancestors, but also uh, there is another part in Third uh, Nephi twenty six one to twelve, which talks about the Savior wanting me to search the words of the prophets. Um, basically, I'm just trying to round off everything that I found uh, that I wanted to share with you in the final two chapters, which will be quite a task. And again, we're not going to cover everything, which I always state with these study podcasts. We just do not have the time to cover everything, so please do study it yourself and use this as a supplement. So. In 3rd Nephi 25, we move into Malachi chapter 4, being uh, taught by, by the Saviour to the Nephites. And there's a verse at the start of Malachi, well, Malachi 4 and 3rd Nephi 25, which I didn't always really understand until fairly recently. It says for, uh, in verse 1, For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, all that, all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up saith the lord of hosts that it shall leave them neither root nor branch now i always in the past thought this was quite a vivid um harsh uh, verse but it's interesting when you study it in terms of the context what root or branch actually means as we know now this to mean um the work of family history and the work of linking uh, people to their ancestors and to their descendants um, this root or branch takes on another meaning. The root could refer to the the posterity of the individual and the branch could refer to the ancestors, those who have gone before that uh, that have built this this plant up from the ground from the ground up. Um, a quote by Theodore M. Burton says this quote, in order to understand this passage of scripture for roots read progenitors or ancestors and for branch read posterity or children. Unless then through obedience to the laws of God, you can qualify yourself to go to the temple and have your family sealed to you. You will have you will live forever separately and singly in an unmarried state. It seems to me that that would be a very lonesome type of existence to live without the warming influence of family life among those who the, those you love who in turn love you close quote and indeed without our family i mean sometimes in life our family does frustrate us and it would you would probably sometimes be forgiven for thinking oh you know which i don't even need them in the, in the afterlife anyway to have a, to be happy but when you actually sit and think about it and you think about the joyful times the times where things are the sweetest with your family those are the moments that will be in in the eternity um, <clears throat> they will, of course, be perfect as well. So, well, and of course, that is only through the Saviour that can happen. So this, it will be a great blessing, a wonderful blessing to have. And this is made possible through, of course, living the gospel and through the Saviour, Jesus Christ. Um, in verse 5, we also know that it's possible because of this. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we know that this has been fulfilled. Elijah did come in the, in 1836 to the Kirtland Temple uh, and restored the keys of turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers to the prophet Joseph Smith. And these keys have remained on the earth even till this day. Um, 
Elder D. Todd Christopherson said this, quote, The vicarious ordinances we perform in temples beginning with baptism make possible an eternal welding link between generations that fulfills the purpose of earth's creation. Without this, the whole earth would be utterly wasted at Christ's coming. Elijah has in fact come as promised to confer the priesthood power that turns hearts and establishes the welding links between the fathers and the children so that once again what is bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. When he came, Elijah declared, The keys of this dispensation are committed into your hands, and by this ye may know that the great and dreadful day of the Lord is near, even at the doors. Close quote. So we know that because of this, um, this is a wonderful blessing that as Latter-day Saints that we have, that we know that these keys have been restored and this great work is hastening and, and, and moving on right before the, the, day, the coming of the, of the Lord. Now, why I find interesting is this. In 3 Nephi 26, verse 2, we return back to the account of Christ and the, and the people of the ancient Americas. And he says, once he has quoted the words of Malachi, these scriptures, which ye had not with you, the father commanded that I should give unto you, for it was wisdom in him that they should be given unto future generations. Now, I find this fascinating because, firstly, um, why, why those scriptures? You know, out of all the scriptures that the Nephites didn't have, those are the ones that the father wanted them to have. And we know as I've mentioned already, that we would have these verses in the Old Testament when, when they when, in the world today. We also have them in the Book of Mormon and in the Pearl of Great Price. And so why do we need them in the Book of Mormon? The answer is we don't really, but the people of the ancient Americas needed them. So that says to me, well, you know, if, if out of all the scriptures that was possible to teach to them and to, and to give to them that they didn't have, and it would have been many, why was this one deemed so important for these for this people? The answer is, is because obviously the Lord in, in, in intended for them to use those verses um, for themselves to understand the welding link of family bonds. And uh, that was obviously one of the most important things. Is it little wonder that when Moroni first came to the prophet Joseph Smith in his room in 1823, that this passage of scripture was one of the first things that was said to him? This welding link, this this doctrine of eternal families is one of the most important things. Uh, and it is again little wonder then that in Preach My Gospel, in the first lesson for missionaries to teach to, to new investigators, that the second principle is the gospel blesses families. Um, <clears throat> and I think sometimes we take that for granted and forget that. In verse 6 of uh, 3 Nephi 26, it says, and now there cannot be written in this book even a hundredth part of the things which Jesus did truly teach unto the people. I found this astounding. So I had a quick skim through the, the actual English version of the Book of Mormon. And there is about 35 pages from when Jesus appears to them in 3 Nephi 11 till when he last speaks to his 12 disciples in 3 Nephi 27. Um, no, sorry, 28. And... You know, let's say on average there's about 35 pages there. Of course, there's a bit in the middle where he kind of leaves and the Nephites go out and then there's a bit toward the end as well. So we'll say on average 35. That means that if, you know, the translation from his ministry amongst the Nephites that we have now translates exactly to the same number of pages, if we multiply that by 100, um, there'd be 3,500 pages worth of the Saviour teaching the Nephites in three days. What a glorious um, few days that must have been uh, for these for this people 
And so the, the, the next question is, well, when, when can we have this? When will we be able to hear this? And uh, it, says, it says it in verse 9. And when they shall have received this, meaning us, the Gentiles, uh, well, the, the Gentiles in the world today, which is expedient that they should have first to try their faith, if it, shall, if it shall be so that they shall believe these things, then shall the greater things be made manifest unto them. So basically, the more we believe the Book of Mormon, the more that we accept it and, and bring it into our lives and, and use it the way it ought to be, then we're more likely to have the greater things come to us. Kent P. Jackson said this, quote, In the Lord's mercy, he has revealed to us what in his wisdom he knows we need. If we feast on and believe in what has been revealed already, more will be revealed to us, either through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost or through the revelation of more scripture at a later time. If we do not learn and thus do not gain faith in what the Lord has made known to the world already, we are closing the door on wonderful opportunities. It is no wonder then that modern prophets have counseled us repeatedly to make scripture study an important part in our lives. Close quote. And that is why you're listening to this podcast. That is why I'm recording this podcast, because I want to build my faith in the scriptures. I want to build my understanding and knowledge of and under, and just faith in these hallowed words. Because the more we do this as a community of believers, the more we accept and read and pour over and delve into the scriptures, the more we are likely to receive more. Not, And I'm not saying that, you know, that because if we reach a certain number of listeners on this podcast, then in a week or so, President Nelson is going to announce that there's new scripture. Although we do receive new scripture in the world today, we do receive the words of the prophets of general conference. We do receive further proclamations and things like that. And that is certainly something which is very relevant uh, this year. But I like how Kent Jackson also points out that it's either through new scripture or it's through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And that's what we will receive as we study and delve more into and have more trust in and faith in the Book of Mormon. And so as we conclude this week, please join us again next week as we'll dive into the next uh, week's study. I am hoping that uh, by the time you hear this, I'll have recorded two episodes with uh, guest studiers next week which I'm very excited about. So hopefully all goes well there. But if not, we'll still even continue with uh, our study and we'll still learn together. Um, and hopefully you can share what you've been studying on Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me on the Facebook group. It'd be lovely to hear some what, what you've been studying, whether it links to what we've been studying or not. And of course, there is the email session at gmail.com. Um, please email that or message me if you'd like to join on a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again.